Hey everybody, this is Super Duper Producer Louis B. Before we start, I just want everyone to like, comment, subscribe, share, and hit that notification bell. This will help with the algorithm and help the show grow, thus help Mercedes. Thank you in advance. Once the most electrifying woman in pornography is now facing false charges in San Bernardino County, California. Sitting in jail for almost half a decade without a trial, she's exposing the corruption within the legal system. Calling from the West Valley Detention Center in San Bernardino County, you are listening to Behind the Walls with Mercedes Carrera. Hello, hi, it is January 31st. So we got kind of cut off yesterday. Um, I wanted to continue on with the theme of making America great again. And I want to continue with this theme because everybody is ready to just follow Donald Trump off the cliff. Everyone thinks that they can scream MAGA a million times and it's just going to fix things. And I, look, I'm going to tell you that it's not going to. Here's why. First of all, you know, we were talking yesterday about Russia and subscription and the Jehovah's Witnesses. And look, th- this is why... It, look, you can look this up. I mean, I don't have the citation in front of me. But societies without conscription fail historically. Here's why. And here's why we're failing. And I, I'm going to explain this the best of my ability. Um, but war is endemic to human society. There's nothing that we can do to eliminate it. That's how it works. Strong survive. Right? So America was at its best. America was great. Everyone talks about great again. America was great at the end of World War II. Why? America had manufacturing, it had infrastructure, and it was led by men who had seen war. Truman, Eisenhower, these were guys who had seen war. They were careful with the infrastructure of the United States. Truman and Eisenhower were arguably the best presidents of the 20th century. I don't want to hear about Reagan. Reagan was actually the beginning of the decline. Um, And I had that conversation with Gavin, actually. Uh, but Truman and Eisenhower both. And look, you're talking to Democrat and Republican. So this is a bipartisan thing. But both of them had seen combat. Both of them were careful uh, with the budget. Both of them disdained a welfare state. And both of them, you know, here's, here's something that happened. This is why, like, Sparta, I was saying Sparta last 800 years. 800 years. Think about that. 800. Here's why. When men go to war, when they go to war, they look death in the face and they survive it, and they come back, they are extremely competent. They're competent. If you go and you fight in a society and then you come back, then you have the ability to build a society. And then you're thinking about the well-being of your own people. It changes you. Hardship and Neil do. And so Sparta had this rule that men who, it was men who ran society. There were men over the age of 40 who'd seen combat. That's a good rule. The part of the problem that we have in America today is we're being led by cowards. Donald Trump is a coward. Biden is a coward. Donald Trump got a deferment for bone spurs in his ankle. His little Lord Fauntleroy. So is Biden. So is everybody in Congress. You know, it used to be a thing that these guys who were draft dodgers would look down upon. I don't know. You know, here's the problem. The baby boomers were all such little cowards. They were indulged by their parents. who were in war. And so... They, they kicked away our society. They didn't want to work hard, so they offshored our manufacturing. You want to know why there's so many homeless? Because there's no work for them. There's no work. There are no factories. So, you know, the baby boomers sold them. Oh, we're, 
we're all going to be nervous for her. We're all going to just keep our hands clean. That's not what happened. And look, I, I'm reading a great book. It's called the, the Wealth and Poverty of Nations by David Londi. I highly recommend this book. He does a fantastic overview of empires, how they raise, they, they rise and fall. You really kind of start at the time of European exploration. But, you know, they, the ones that didn't keep up did exactly this. Spain is, we're doing, we're, we did, we've done exactly what Spain did. Spain went, they colonized, and then they didn't keep up with technology. They didn't like getting their hands dirty. They offshored everything, and so they collapsed. This is what America's done. America's like, oh, we don't want to do textiles. We don't want to make them. So that's fine to do it. Yeah, Spain did the same thing, and they missed out on the Industrial Revolution. So they collapsed. They went into poverty. For all of their colonies and all of their war, they collapsed. And that's what we've done. Ironically, they were far more martial than we are. I mean, we've been overtaken, but we had 20, 30 years. And we could scream MAGA into the ether all we want. But we are being led by coward. Truman and Eisenhower, we're not cowards. Trump and Biden are. We don't have anybody competent anymore. Look, take a look around. Go, go drive around your city. Take a look at your infrastructure. And now, then take a look at the politicians in your local neighborhood. And I'm going to bet there are a bunch of women who want to get into politics because of the graft. They can steal lots of money out of the uh, the homeless account and out of the schooling account. They're not there because they're thinking, hey, we need to fix the bridges, fix the waterways, fix the potholes, right? So they'll be out there and go, oh, educate the children and help the homeless. Hey, you know, China has high-speed rails. They're building airports. They're arming up. We're not doing it. And that's what we need to be doing. So we're a failed society. Meanwhile, we throw money into welfare. So, let me tell you let me tell you something about welfare. I'm here around the welfare state. And you know what it does? It incentivizes broken families. Now, granted, they're the only people having four or five kids, but those four or five kids are going to end up in a criminal justice system. It's a failure. It's a failed system. Okay? So, look, part of the reason we have people at the border trying to get into America, go, go look at some of the interviews. Those interviews are, oh, America gives you so much. I'm coming to America because it gives you so much. That's a problem. We are broke. We're $34 trillion in national debt broke. And people come here because they know they can get free health care. California right now is trying to pass something to give all the illegal immigrants free health care. Now, is that a bad thing? Not necessarily. People are coming in with all these diseases. You don't really want them sick here, right? Okay. But people are coming here knowing they're going to get free hotel, free health care, right? We're going to give them all this free stuff. Now, Imagine if America said, yeah, you can come here, but you're going to serve in the military. Your kids are going to serve in the military. We're going to expect something from you. Would they be lining up? Fuck no. And so this is why I'm saying, in regard to Russia, what Putin is doing is smart. He's saying, hey, you want to be here? Serve your country. Because if you had a country of service, then suddenly it changes the game. Because right now we expect nothing from people. And so because we expect nothing from people, we have a populace of do-nothing. We have a 74% obese populace of do-nothing. That's a fucking problem. So we can scream MAGA all we want, but Americans are a bunch of big, fat, lazy do-nothings, just looking to the past. And that is the sign of a dead empire. Dead. It's over. It's over. And looking to some fucking coward is not going to fix it. Some coward who cheated on his third foreign wife while she was pregnant with a hooker. No, I don't like Biden either. I don't like either of them. 
but geriatric cowards are not going to fix this country. It's over. It's over. It's not going to get better. Trump had four years. Could have taken a hatchet to all of it. Instead, he embezzled money to the wall to nowhere. And by the way, walls don't work. Walls don't work. Look, look at the Great Wall of China. It didn't work. It didn't work. Walls don't work. It's the policies that are the problem. People come here because they know they can get free shit or nothing. Change that policy, they'll stop coming. You don't see people lining up at the Russian border. And good. That's good. People shouldn't be lining up at your border. You've got a problem if that's the case. We don't expect anything from our populace. And we should. And that's the issue. I mean, not for nothing. So, I mean, uh, people got off of welfare when, when it was called workfare. I believe uh, cl- uh, one of the Clinton programs, like, uh, it, he made people actually work for their welfare. Yeah, and, and look, I mean, he made some, some slight reform. Slight, but it all started with Johnson in the 70s. It, it started with Johnson in the 70s, and it's gotten worse since then. America had 20 years, 20 years post-World War II that it was great. And that's the problem. Americans are all looking back, like, oh, my gosh, it was so great back then. Yeah, it was. And you know what? The boomers shifted it away. And now it's gone. And to recover it means bringing manufacturing back to America. And Americans won't like that because it's going to mean tightening their belts. But they're not going to like that. It takes 20 years, 20 years to bring manufacturing into a country. Edward Deming did this. He did this to Japan. He like, And by the way, Japan was a far more fertile soil for manufacturing. It was post-World War II. They were very, very eager to rebuild their society. Now, you're talking a society that is not laborious. Diversity is not a strength. I don't care, again, I don't care how many times you scream these mottos. Diversity is not a strength. No, it's not. Diversity is not a strength. It leads to fracturing. Too many opinions. Too many different ideas. Diversity is not a strength. It's a weakness when you're trying to build. Part of the reason that these different Asian societies are so strong right now is because they're not particularly diverse. Right? So Japan was very, very strong. At the end of World War II, I mean, they were weak at the end of World War II, but they were strong in that they had a desired bill. So Edward Deming went over there, and you can read The New Economics, <clears throat> great book, and he brought automotive manufacturing there. And um, they had to figure out a way to make do with less. Okay? So, uh, but it takes years, it takes years to bring know-how, know-how, knowledge, tooling, tooling. We're gonna, we cast off all of our tools to Asia. You can't just bring manufacturing there. You have one minute left. It's not something that you can just, like, bring back. I mean, we're just going to bring back. People don't know how to do this anymore. They don't even know how to work. And then on top of it, there's, there's a cost differential. You know, keep in mind that people in Asia are working for, you know, a pittance compared to what Americans work for. So you have, you know, tariff structures. And, and Americans are used to living on the largesse of empire. And when that collapses, it's going to be ugly. That's what happened to Spain. And it will. It'll collapse. It's going to. It has to. And that's what Americans are starting to feel now. <laughs> and the only way to prevent it is to be extremely martial, which we're not anymore. And that's the problem. So we let that go to shit as well, which is stupid. Thank you for using Securus. The caller has hung up. Thank- Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify. Also, go to justiceformercedescarrera.com. That's justice, the number four, Mercedes Carrera. 
Com. And, and the thing that people don't, this is what I'm trying to, trying to impress on everyone, is if you look at what made America great, it was war. What made the West great, it was war. It was about being the meanest fuckers on the block. That's it. That's it. And so now what Americans think that they can, they should, what, they should, they should be nice. Or they could, they could be nice and, and then also still be great. I mean, Trump said, oh, give Putin what he wants. Okay, Putin wants to destroy the West. So you're going to let Putin destroy the West and then also make America great again? How's that work? Is, are you going to order the deal that one? It's idiotic. You can't have it both ways. And this is why I said, I mean, it's done. It's over. Look, I'm sitting here in the rot of it. I'm, I, I see it. I'm living it. I am living in what all of America is going to be in about 10 years. So color me incredibly pessimistic, but I see it coming. I mean, 10 years ago, did everyone think there would be homeless encampments in every major city? No. Probably not. No. Right? But it was coming. And I'm telling you right now, the shit that I'm seeing here in jail, this is, this is what all of America is going to be. Uh, we got some comments on... Uh... Some of the some of the episodes that uh that we did, you uh you want to mm-hmm. go through them? Um, only if they're salient and useful. Uh-oh. Okay. Oh. There's um this one that says thank you so much for this for the podcast. Say hello to Melinda from uh, from Russian Federation. Regards, Max Orange. What's his name? Max Orange. Max Orange, Silver Don Macaro. Uh, pri- prison. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I don't know. Should I? Uh, prison has damaged her mind. Uh, she like she she's like a different human being. She was so articulate before. Oh, I'm not articulate now. Well, I don't know who who said that, but they can go fuck off. Uh, I'm more articulate. It is Perseus forty three. Well, Perseus forty three. Yeah, uh, we have Captain Captain Carbine. He he uh, he replied, "There may have been st- uh, st- th- this may have been stated before in a comment section of the previous episode, but the stress and desperation from her situation uh, in jail will take a toll on any person's mental state." However, I can understand her frustration with uh, the corrupted system that not only affects her, but all of us as well. Well, thank you, Captain Carvine. I, I don't think, I actually believe I'm more articulate now than I was before. I believe so. And I'm definitely better read and better educated. So, I mean, well, I, I, you know. I mean, there's going to be fans out there who are unhappy that I'm not sitting in here going, oh, I just want to get out and fuck. And to those people, I say, fuck right off. Yeah. But I see, I see the problem with my former career. I see the problem with it because I see how that mentality has destroyed America. And you know, and you know what? I actually, here, here's the funny thing. I was reading uh, Third World America by Ariana Huffington, which is a good, it's a good book. I mean, it was, it's very much of its time. It was written right after the banks were bailed out. And that was, you want to talk about harboring, it was like one of the forces of the apocalypse. 
because when they bailed the banks out, that's what set into motion a lot of the uh, a lot of the national debt. Because then it, you know, it started to spike at that moment. You know, it went from like I don't know, it was eight trillion or something. Now it's thirty four, right? Mm-hmm. But in two thousand nine, that's what really started. They had to cover that, right? So when that happened, and it was, it, 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 I mean, so they, they bailed out the banks at the expense of the taxpayer, and that was 15 years ago. Gee, who could have predicted that, you know, America would be homeless as a result? She brings up a lot of really salient points about, you know, it, originally, you know, the 80s and the 90s, they were offshoring manufacturing, they were offshoring stuff like that, textiles, whatever. But then in the 2000s, they started offshoring all of the work that was like the sacred cow. You know, this, this service work, this tech work, that everybody was assured, hey, you know, we're going to offshore all this low-level blue-collar work, but that's okay because you're going to be in high-level tech service work. Everybody's going to work behind a computer, except in the 2000s, that, all of that went offshore as well, right? Right. Yeah, right. So suddenly, all these people who had been assured, don't worry, your job in telecom, your job in, in technology, it's safe. No, it's not. We're offshoring that work to India. We're offshoring that work to the Philippines. We're offshoring that work to China. So a lot of these people that you're seeing today that are homeless or their kids that are homeless, it's because of this. It's because everybody got the shaft. And hey, but but hey, Bank of America, well, Fargo, hey, they're they're too big to fail. Let's bail them out, right? And that and and you know everybody wanted to blame George Bush for everything, but let's blame this is solely on the shoulders of the Obama administration. I mean, that guy was a uh, a wolf in sheep's clothing from the beginning. He was an absolute representative of the moneyed class. And then he said, "Okay, well, well, I'll, that's all right. I'll just I'll give you guys all uh, health insurance to make up for it. We'll throw that on the backs of the taxpayers as well." And boom, there's your national debt, right? And she doesn't cover that part, but we know that's what happened afterwards, right? Yeah. And this is why, and this is why it's all unsustainable. And guess what? All the budgeting in these departments, I'm like, I'm in here in the criminal justice system. How do you think they fund it? They fund it by arresting people. They arrest people. They hold them. Every single day I'm in here, it's charged to the taxpayer. That money goes to fund their police department and their judges and the public defender. How do you think they pay for that? Now it's all a big IOU, right? That's all on a balance sheet somewhere. It's not real cash that they go collect. It's all debt. But it looks like money, and that's how they fund it. You see, so this is this is why this system is such a big problem. This is why somebody like me will get stuck in it for five years. Well, they arrest you. Well, let's just let her languish for years because hey, this is money. Now uh, you're just you're just a cog in the system, right? right? Ca- yeah, Captain Carbine. He he uh, posted another comment. He says, "I've been thinking about uh, about this for a few weeks now." What if I made a Discord server for Mercedes Carrera? Those who wish to uh, help her can join the server, and together we can discuss what we can do to help Mercedes. Once Mercedes gets out, she'll be able to join the server as well. What do you think? Oh, that's great. That's great. You can talk to him online. I absolutely appreciate it. I'm glad. I'm happy to talk to all of you guys who still remember me, and I'm grateful for it. You know, it, look, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised. It's it's interesting. You know, I was talking to somebody about it in here. Part of the reason I'm so uh, 
disillusioned with my former career. I put a lot into it. I put a lot into my former scenes. I put a lot into all of that stuff. And, you know, I have scenes up there that, like, have 20 million views. And I still can only count, you know, the number of people who really reach out to me on a couple hands. You know, and it's so it's like that's very disappointing. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that I mean that's the nature of uh, the kind of work I used to do. But you know, look, they, I mean, they did an access PR campaign against me when they arrested me. That's the nature of the state. Like this, and like I said, that's why I call it Soviet because they used to do the same thing in, in Russia when they would arrest people. Not Russia, but Soviet Union. When they would arrest people, and then they would absolutely make you persona non grata, and they would make you uh, somebody who was not um, not somebody to be identified with, not somebody to be uh, in any way encountered. And so people would back away from you. And that's, that's why I said this whole system is Soviet. Soviet, a Soviet system is a democratically elected communist government. That's what this is. Americans don't realize it. This is why I have such a low opinion of Yeah. Uh Maniac sixteen oh seven, he uh he commented she should have had a trial by now. Sounds like she was railroaded for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But again, you know, this, this is, if they if they arrest you and they arrest you illegally and then they mock up documents and then they don't have evidence, then they are stuck. And so what they do is then they go, well, let's just let her languish until she gets so sick of it that she can't believe that. We'll just stick you in a hellhole. That's their way of handling it. You know, because this is just a form of torture. I mean, you know, Guantanamo's got nothing on this. I mean, they said, oh, in Guantanamo, they play heavy metal. Well, you know, try listening to DET for 18 hours a day at volume 100. Yeah. I would prefer the heavy metal. Thank you. I know some good bands. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm I'm serious. Like, I'm not, I'm not kidding. I would prefer the balmy climate of Cuba. I mean, you, heavy- pro- you probably like this band called Sabaton. They, uh, they actually sing about um, famous World War Two, World War One battles. Yeah, dude, that sounds that sounds delightful. I would very much prefer that to rap music. Thank you. Yes, I mean, they actually had this song about the Crusades. Yeah, it's a, it's one of my favorite songs. I saw them live. They're fantastic. Yeah, so you, so you could be educated and entertained at the same time. Yeah. That is a far superior situation to being inundated with all kinds of postmodern uh, cultural propaganda that you yeah. find on all of the herb channels. They they had this song about the night witches that I think I told you about, uh, where uh, it's this squadron of Russian uh, uh, pilot female pilots would uh, they would they would de- they would be in these uh, balsa wood like uh, by, uh, propeller propeller planes, and what they would they would do they would shut off the motor and glide over like their the uh, the Nazi like campsites and just bomb the shit out of them. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I mean. Again, like this is, you know, like going back to Russia. This is why I've tried to tell everybody, like you guys don't get it. Everything you're doing right now, mm-hmm. Russia already did. And Russia's but here. But here's the thing, and anyone who lived through the Soviet Union will tell you they were not good times. So um, I just read Doctor Zhivago, which is a great book, and I highly recommend it. But in order to understand it, you have to have a fairly good grasp of Russian cultural history. 
And it, it, it's really kind of a love story, but like most Russian books, it ends on a on an unsatisfying note, just like life. And um, it it covers the period of the Bolshevik Revolution. Most people don't realize that there was a civil war for like five or six years after the Bolshevik Revolution. Because the Bolsheviks were not uh, eminently popular. People don't realize that. There was an absolute civil war. I think that's what's going to happen here. I think we're going to have some sort of weird communist revolution, at, you know, in D.C., and then the middle of the country is going to revolt, and it's going to be horrible. And times were terrible. And this is going to happen. And Americans have no idea what they're getting themselves into, because they're stupid, and they're uneducated, and they don't have a sense of themselves in history. This is why I have a poor opinion of American people at this point, which is, and it's so dumb, because all of this information is so available, yet people are willfully ignorant. and. Uh, they they also yeah. they, they just celebrate ignorance as well. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, all day long. I, I am privy to this. TV's on here all day. I am very people instead. I mean, there's a commercial for uh, for therapy, and this woman's like, I just I really needed a therapist, but you know, I had to be a, a a woman of color who it's you know, I I just needed to relate. You know, representation's important to me. I'm like, so this is where we're at, where people are so stupid, that they they feel like in order to relate to somebody, it has to be somebody who looks just like them. Just like, oh, oh, I'm a woman of color, so I can only relate to other women of color. That is the most asinine thing I've ever heard. And this is where we're at. So this is, this is the level of class warfare that we have been subjected to, where everybody's running around only, only relating to people by their exterior. This is how stupid everybody's become. And it explains the ineptitude of the American people. Right. We are uh, prime for a revolution. This uh, We got the next comment from David Davidson. He uh, commented on the episode we did exposing government corruption in San Bernardino. Uh, he said, I tried to listen to an interview with uh, Mercedes on iHeart and didn't work. I'm glad she has a channel here. The fact that they uncuffed her to acquire a firearm after she was cuffed seems really absurd and uh, incompetent on the part of the arresting officer. I mean, I don't I don't think I need to say how they could have gone how how it could have gone if she was a different kind of person i'm yeah. looking i'm looking forward i'm looking forward to listen to the additional segments after listening to this uh uh this uh in what seems to be the first 38 minutes uh 38 minute one oh. Uh, I am. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mrs. Smith is going through the this as it appears. This is the a result of a targeting by some some high level person or persons. However, if however even if she is guilty in quotation marks of something. She is entitled to a speedy and fair trial 
as well as competent legal representation, which doesn't appear to be the case here. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, they, they asked me, they asked me if I had another firearm, or if there was one in the house. I go, I get it for them. Of course, I'm not a, I'm not a criminal. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm a law-abiding citizen. It didn't have a search warrant, so realistically, we're complying for no reason. I didn't realize they didn't have a search warrant. I don't know. I've never been arrested. I've never had anyone come to my house with a search warrant before. Right. So I'm complying with these these people. And, uh, yeah, I mean, well, here, let me, let me tell you something that's crazy. It was on the news yesterday. This is insane. So let me reiterate. I'm being held on two, on a $2 million bail hold. There's video on the TV. This psycho, I mean, here's somebody who needs to be eliminated from society. Here's the problem, too, that when it comes to real criminals, we don't enact justice properly. This guy trying to abduct an 11-year-old girl. There's a video of this. This guy like, literally drove up while this girl was walking by. He had tried to abduct her in her, in her um, hotel, or no, her um, apartment complex. Then he drives up like someone that tried to grab physically grab her, and she runs away, thanks be to God. And, I mean, this is something they, they, you can see it. The guy tried to physically abduct this girl. He was like a 27-year-old man. They, mm-hmm. they, they said this on the news. So, I mean, it's clear. He's trying to grab her and put her in his car. And, and thanks be to God, she ran away. I mean, this is the kind of guy that deserves a bullet in him. Like, right. fuck this guy. Right, this guy's right. a real predator. Right? Like, 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 you know, this is where you need staff. And, you know, like... You have one minute left. Anyway, they're holding this guy on $25,000 bail. $25,000 bail. This guy's a real predator. Like, what the literal hell? Yeah, there's your, there's your American justice system. $25,000 bail is like, you only have to put up like a $2,000 box to get out. Now, let's, 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 let's back that guy back out into society. I mean, just a matter of time before he's ducked someone and killed him. Right. He's on video. He tried to do it earlier. He's going to do it again. This is not someone who deserves to fucking lick. Anyway, well, that's all I have for today. So, um, thanks everyone. Thanks for listening. Love you guys. Mm-hmm. Bye. The caller has hung up. Thank you for listening to Behind the Walls on MercedesCarrera.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on Spotify. Like, comment, and share. For more information on her case and to donate and information on how to write to her, go to justiceformercedescarrera.com. That's justice, the number four, mercedescarrera.com.